At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you back here on a Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point with my man Wes Reynolds sitting in for Michael Lombardi. Will Hill is hanging out with us. Of course, New York City cast host. You can find all of our podcasts, which are awesome, over at VSIN dot com slash podcast even the gm shuffle up there with our guy michael lombardi it, it was an attitude adjustment was the way that draymond put it and you can look at the steph numbers and you laid it out perfectly in the last segment steph has been awesome you know he talked about after the game in the post game presser how he's kind of beefed up his frame you know if you think about steph he's one of the great stories ever he didn't even have a handle he didn't have a position coming out of davidson he's turned into one of the better ball handlers we've ever had he's completely reformed his body uh, he can defend. Now, he's not the defender that some people say he is, but he's revolutionized the game, and he's the leader on a team that potentially is in its third iteration of a dynasty. He's fascinating. Now, another piece of that is Draymond. Draymond's presence, and this is important, how he's officiated. He got the tech early, but Draymond's presence, he could have got another. Draymond's presence was huge last night, and again, you'll get the officials Maybe the extender is going to be in the mix, Wes, on, uh, on Will, on Wednesday. Uh, you'll know 9 a.m. Eastern time what, what the officiating crew is going to be. But I thought Draymond's impact was huge, Will. 
Yeah, I don't know if you'll get the extender. You might need to save him in case somebody gets a, a big lead in this series. If it's three one three two, it's almost like you know he's like Mariano Rivera. You got to you got to save him for when you need him, Scott Foster. But I think you make a good point about Steph, about Draymond. It's funny. I, I've always heard Steph is stronger than you think. Like he squats more than anybody else on the team. He's really worked hard, uh, worked hard, like you said, on his body. I always think back to Davidson when they're in the elite eight, they're down two. He has the ball with a couple seconds mm-hmm. left. He has a chance to shoot a three to put him in the final four and he ends up passing. They lose to Kansas and Kansas goes on to, uh, to win the title. But yeah, it's a good point about Draymond. Uh, I really, uh, look, he's a smart player. He's probably going to go to the hall of fame. I think he's definitely going to go to the hall of fame. We could debate whether he's a hall of famer. I thought at times he was out of control last night. I mean, he was very lucky. He did not get ejected. I mean, he puts his his foot in Jalen Brown's face and then Brown gets mad that his foot's in his face. And then he gets mad that, that Brown's mad. I thought he was completely out of control and he's it, lucky he didn't get ejected. It last was night. so funny uh, when, when staff is trying to run that pick and roll and Draymond's like uh, trying to somewhat screen, but he'd basically just like put his head down and just like, like he was a fullback. He was just pushing dudes out of the way. And all of a sudden you give Steph a little bit of space. And he of course knocked down the three. No, that's what I mean. If he gets a second tech last night, it's a completely different ball game. So you have to, how he's officiated is very important. It's almost like it's a, blessing and his curse with his reputation he's going to get teed up quickly because you're expecting it but then he has a, rep- a reputation as a vet on this dynastic team so they don't want to tee him up again he's he's always kind of dancing that fine line but I thought just overall outside of the, the hot start from the Celtics um, you know he did a good job as a primary defender on Jalen Brown yeah and when you have green and now you have pay and that's a lot of defense and I wonder it's almost blasphemy to even suggest this. I wonder if it'll creep in a Kerr's mind down the stretch of this series. Could you ever take clay off the court? Could you get to a point if he's not hitting shots, he's not the same defender. Could you really do that? I, I don't know that that's a terrible idea. I don't know that uh, clay deserves to be on the court. Some of these times. Now, again, he might have one of these games where he pops off for 30 and he looks like the clay of old, but uh, it's a fascinating decision because clay has meant so much to that team, so much to that franchise, but he's just not the same player anymore. Mr. Judge, AL MVP, what do you got here? Yeah, I, I'm seeing three to one, and now it's not the best of the number. But again, we saw this last year with Otani, where you know he's fifty to one, then he goes down, you know, ten to one, three to one, and some people say, you know, what, I don't want to bet him at three to one or even money because he was fifty to one. Well, he ended up closing minus five thousand, and that's not going to happen with Judge. He's not going to run and hide like Otani did. But uh, if you just look around the rest of the field here for the AL, and there's a long way to go, but. Yankees are probably going to win a hundred games. He's going to hit 55, 50 plus homers. He might even flirt with 60. Um, Otani. I, I think there's been a little bit of regression with the pitching. His average is way down. I know we don't look at batting average anymore, but he strikes out a lot. I think the novelty has sort of worn off with Otani trout's gone. What over his last 30, the angels have lost 11 in a row. So I don't know that a position player can really win it over judge with the years he's having. Again, he's got to stay healthy, but he's, he's done a pretty good job of staying healthy this last year and a half or so. So I think that plus 300 will move. I think, you know, it's not going to be even money in the next week or two, but I think you're going to get to a point where judge is a decided favorite considering, uh, you know, the, the Otani regression, considering trout and the angels, I guess you could make a case for Ramirez at 12 to one, but Guerrero's not having a big time year. I just don't know who else would, would jump up and take it. And I think there'll be a little bit of a narrative for judge. Not only he plays in New York, 
but it's the contract year. Remember he finished second in 2017. There were a lot of people making the case. He should have won it that year. And that was a year Altuve. They ended up finding out he cheated. So maybe there'll be a little bit of a narrative to get him an award. He's never won it before. So uh, I do think plus 300 is a pretty good bet right now. Yeah, I, I actually have a pre-flop bet uh, for the season started on Aaron Judge at 20 to 1. So I hope you guys nice. are right because it, it felt like you knew Otani and Trout were kind of going to stay up there, even though the Halos now 11 losses in a row got terrible. swept in. Brutal Tough one yesterday. loss yesterday yeah. uh, with the kid uh, Stodd, who's from right here in Las Vegas, with the uh, three-run homer after Bryce tied it up. But I'm with Will in terms of Judge because I think Judge, you know, he was finally at least somewhat healthy last year. He didn't really miss a lot of games. Hadn't missed much this year. He's had to carry him with Stanton was out of the lineup for a while, a couple others, but all of a sudden uh, the best two teams in baseball, according to record are the New York teams. Will. so you're the king of New York as Dave Ross calls you the uh, host of the New York city cast. Who's the better team right now? Yankees or Mets? I'll go Yankees just because of their pitching. The Mets in this current iteration, uh, now you can say they'll get DeGrom back. You can say they'll get Scherzer back. Look, DeGrom has only pitched 15 starts in the last two years. Scherzer's older. He's had injuries the past few years. So I'll just say the Yankees just because their rotation is healthier. And, boy, you can make a case. All five Yankees starting pitchers should be in the All-Star game. Cole's been dominant since a bad start. Cortez has been unbelievable. Uh, Severino's bounced back. And then you look at even Montgomery, who I think is underrated, and Tyon. So I'll just say the Yankees, their depth of their starting pitching – uh, they both should win the division. Now Atlanta's finally started to put it together. You knew they weren't going to be that bad for that long. When you just look at the names in that lineup between Olsen, Acuna's back. I mean, you just go down the line that they have good pitching. They have a good everyday lineup. So the Braves, I think have now won five in a row. They're finally, finally over 500, but they're still eight and a half games behind the Mets. Yankees, I think have a seven, eight game lead in the loss column. Both New York teams in, in great shape here to win the division. Well, Snicker said it yesterday, and it was a great point. You know, this is exactly where the Braves were last year. They yeah. go on to win a World Series, but nobody was running away with the division. The right. Mets are very much doing that this year. So it's a completely it's flipped. And by the way, you can't go asking Will Hill about the Yankees comparing them to the Mets. He's got he's got pinstripe boxer briefs on right now as he's doing this. As he's doing this. Lucky hit. guess. Lucky guess. And you know, I it's pretty apparent that Aaron Judge, I don't know what the vibes are like within the clubhouse, but that arbitration case is definitely motivating him. Yeah, and then the Yankees really cost themselves a lot of money not extending they, him earlier. They, they killed themselves, dude. They they dug. And I get why they want to do it. He wasn't staying healthy. He was asking for Trout money. He's not Trout. He's older. You know, he came up later, so he's already thirty. But boy, somebody's going to give him a lot of money, and you do not want to get in a situation where you're in a bidding war and you have the Mets out there with Cohen. Uh, he would love to have Judge in right field for the next eight years. He could have the Dodgers in the mix. You do not want to be in a, a situation here where you get in a bidding war with Aaron Judge coming off this type of season. No, not at all. And and just looking what Will was talking about with the pitching here, when you look at the runs allowed, Yankees about 20 runs better than anybody. I think it's Houston incredible. being second only have allowed 156 runs. Their second run differential, Dodgers the first, but that's because the Dodgers 290 runs uh, leading all of Major League Baseball. So I'm with Will on this pitching. Uh, the Yankees, I mean, Cortez has stepped up. All these guys that have stepped up, you know, you expect Cole to be good and you expect that Severino is going to be good but all these new guys even Jordan Montgomery whose numbers don't look pretty yep. but he doesn't get beat he keeps you in games at least for that bullpen to take over it's interesting too because that bullpen specifically the back end of it over the past five six years will as you know that's been the discussion like how are they going to pitch enough that's been the Yankees discussion and this year they're doing it and by the way Major League Baseball Will Hill, they might get what they ultimately have wanted for the last few years. That Dodgers-Yankees World Series will do 
crazy numbers. Well, how about this for a potential final four Mets Dodgers and all the history of those two teams, those franchises, you know, the great pitching of the Mets versus the great lineup of the Dodgers. And we saw just an incredible series this past weekend, a great game yesterday. Amazing. The Mets won that game because the Dodgers, uh, you know, went back and forth, but the Dodgers man on second, the ghost runner, nobody out. And the Mets had both burned through all their relievers. They had Medina out there facing Betts, Freeman's in uh who was it Turner? And he was able to get out of the inning unscathed, but you could have a final four Mets Dodgers. How about Yankees Astros with all their history? And then whoever you get in the, uh, in the world series would be a hell of a matchup, whether it's a subway series, which is probably a little too regional, but Yankees Dodgers, you know, an Astros Dodgers rematch. If you got those final four, it'd be just a dream for baseball. Let's go ahead and throw those AL East numbers up quickly here. Santos, interesting stuff as we're now headed into June as far as the baseball season, you see the Blue Jays pre-flop plus 180 in division, the Yankees plus 230, and then you see the adjustment. The Yankees a $2 favorite now. You're going to get three probably in the postseason. I, I, I don't know if you expect at 27 and 27 the Red Sox to put something together here, Will? Not impossible. Not impossible. And, and to go back to your point on the World Series, now is the World Series, is that going to be on TV or is Major League Baseball, are they going to put that on the Peacock Network or <laughs> oh, Amazon Prime? Uh, it's a joke. I mean, we, it's we such were a just joke. talking we were about just that. Literally over, talking about yeah, that. Because, the because I got the extra innings package as part of my television, and it's like being we out here packages. in Los Angeles. Yeah, being out here in Las Vegas, it's like all the teams that I want to watch on the West Coast are blacked out except for the Angels. It's like, okay, I want to watch the Dodger game. I want to watch the Padres or the Diamondbacks. You used to be able to get, because Vegas didn't have a local team per se, you would get all these different packages. Now half your games are blacked out, so it's like, what's the point? All these streaming services literally just tell me the games that aren't blacked out, and that's where I'll start because everything I pay for is like I don't use the MLB package anymore. Will? Yeah, and your sport has no buzz. Nobody's watching it. It's a younger generation, and you make it impossible to watch these games. It's totally ridiculous. All right, I know this is a weird question as we go to break, but why is Hunter Green favored today in Cincinnati? And we're going to discuss that coming back. Will, thank you. Keep getting after Kirkjian. We appreciate you. That's New York City cast host, Will Hill. This is the Lombardi. I want to come back with that. Arizona, Cincinnati today. Hunter Green favorite. He shouldn't be. We'll discuss. It's next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the summer special, and to me, this one's a no-brainer. It's 39 bucks, so you get everything we offer through July 31st. That includes the baseball placement. We'll handicap baseball for you. We'll handicap the NBA Finals for you with JBT. Annie McNeil does a great job with the Stanley Cup playoffs. Got plenty to go there. Plus, got the NFL preseason coverage that we're taking care of. You got golf. You got UFC. Got USFL, NASCAR, all taken care of. You can chill this summer. Let us take care of you for just $39. And included, if you want to do your own handicapping, is Point Spread Weekly, which is essentially our Bible. We drop it every Wednesday. That's included in the summer special for $39. Go to vcin.com slash summer. Now, before I get to my Hunter Green take in Cincinnati, which I just don't understand how they're favored, but we'll get to that in a second here on the Lombardi line as we welcome you back. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Patrick Maher. So we joked about it a little bit during the break, but long shots is the best pot, excuse me, the best broadcast uh, as far as golf is concerned, regardless of network. And Wes is part of that, of course, with our buddy, Mr. Humans and our buddy, Brady Cannon. They do a great job. I bring that up to say, how are you going to approach this live golf? Uh, and if I'm saying it incorrectly, please correct me. But the inaugural event for this very polarizing event is coming up at the Centurion Club outside of London. This this Thursday's through Saturday. Remember, they're going to go 54 as far as mm-hmm. the event and shotgun starts. So everyone starts at the same time on a different hole. It's so they're mixing it up a little bit. They're trying to get creative with their broadcasting. But I'm curious as a better and just as a golf analyst, how are you handling this live golf? Yeah, as a better, we just got prices finally this morning because there's supposed to be 48 in the field. I think 42 were announced as of last week. So 
the remaining six, I believe there's a partnership with the Asian Golf Tour, and it's okay. probably going to come from that pool. So the names that you've already seen are going to be the bigger names. And then the prices got populated this morning. Dustin Johnson, the highest-ranked player in the world in this field at number 13, 10 to 3. So plus 333, it's like, man, that's a big risk to back a favorite in a tournament like this when he's already cashed. I are already going to get $125 million guaranteed. So it's like, okay, is there the sense of urgency? And then just to see like Taylor Gooch at nine to one to win a golf tournament. I know this is a smaller field, 48 players, but looking at some of the prices, Louis Ustase in 10 to one, Sergio Garcia, 12 to one, Kevin Na, who resigned from the PGA tour, by the way, this weekend, 16 to one. Mm -hmm. So look, uh, you know, I'm going to ride it up at, and it's part of content. It's like, if they're going to book it, we're going to put it in point spread weekly and talk about it a little bit on long shots. I'm sure Brady and I will get into that conversation tomorrow. I've gone on record. I'm not really a fan of the characters, the, the money behind this, nor I am I the figurehead commissioner, Greg Norman, who every time he kind of opens oh. his mouth, gets himself in more trouble. Uh, the recent piece in the Washington Post, there was a profile of him this weekend, and he's calling, he's saying that Rory McIlroy is brainwashed by the monopolist no. and that Jack Nicholas is a hypocrite because Jack did see a presentation of this live golf. It came out that Jack, Jack said he turned down because uh, he was, of course, hosting him memorial last weekend he said he turned down over a hundred million dollars got to be like the face or a spokesperson brand ambassador for this thing and then you know he and greg norman have gotten sideways uh with this and then it was came out that tiger woods was offered high triple digit million figures to be a part of this and tiger didn't want to be a part of it because tiger has even said i'm about legacy yep. i'm about tradition i'm about major championships i'm about winning pga tour events and look He's trying to still chase, not going to get Jack in that record of 18, but he's still tied with Sam Snead for 82 PGA Tour wins. That's the most all time. So some guys are more legacy guys, and then some guys are looking at this one. Look, there's a lot of money that these folks are offering for this thing. So, you know, if you're a guy in your late 40s and you're kind of a journeyman player like Richard Bland is yep. on the DP World Tour, of course you're probably going to take this money. But with a guy like Dustin Johnson, that's telling me, he doesn't care about legacy. I got my two majors. I got a U.S. Open win. I got a Masters win. I can still play in the majors because, look, the PGA Tour doesn't govern those majors, by the way. So if there's any kind of suspension or repercussions for guys leaving this tour and going and playing this live golf tour funded by the government of Saudi Arabia, then they can't really suspend them from majors. They can do so for PGA Tour events. But I'm curious to see how this event is going to be. The second event is supposed to be in Portland, I believe, the first weekend of July. So are more players going to be more than willing to go play this, being like, okay, this early batch, this early first field of players, they kind of took the shots from the media and everybody else about this. So are we more than willing to go do that and uh, risk our status on the PGA Tour? Viability long-term for the Tour. Do you have a prediction? Oh, you know, it, it's hard, Patrick, because, look, it doesn't have a TV deal. It, it's it's going to no, be. No, they're I guess, going YouTube. Yeah, they're going YouTube. I they're guess, going Facebook. I guess Arlo White, by the way, who is the voice of the Premier League, a great basically job. for NBC Sports and that whole family here in America, is going to be the voice of this. So, uh, you know, I don't want to say it doesn't have because I want to see what this second event is going to be. If you're going to see more players end up going to this, but you know, I'm not necessarily rooting for its success because I think you know. 
And it's not just about me being loyal to the PGA Tour. It's like, I think the PGA Tour, you live a pretty good life. I think this is not about growing the game, this live golf tour. This is about money. Mm -hmm. That's uh, flatly what it is. And we know we don't even have to get into the characters that are funding this league and where this money is coming from. I think people can read about that and make their judgment for themselves. Yeah, so it's going to be broadcast on YouTube. It's going to be broadcast on, I believe, Facebook. So that's good. My mom, my Aunt Cheryl, and my girlfriend from my sophomore year in high school will be watching on Facebook. Other than that, <laughs> I don't know what they're expecting. I I think the judgment of DJ, if you want to go that road, I try to just stay away from yeah, judgment. Yeah, so, so do I, because, I mean, everybody's situation is different. Totally. So it's not like if somebody is playing in this that I'm accusing them and saying, no, hey, totally. you, you know, you're a bad guy. But, yeah, I think that there are <laughs> clearly bad guys that are funding this whole darn thing. So uh, we shall see. You know, there's all kind of rumors that maybe Ricky Fowler is the next to go. I think those have been squashed a little bit. Or Phil Mickelson, is he going to finally go? He got in trouble in the first place for yep. speaking candidly about this. But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen. But uh, as I mentioned, the news this morning, Arlo White is apparently going to be the That's voice. That's a big of name. This. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's it a guy a that's name. done a lot of international sports. And uh, I don't know what the financial terms were. I'm sure he got a lot of money, though, to be able to do this. Yeah, I mean, look, it's unsavory and it's blood money connected to the inception and the building, the building of this golf league and the brand. Uh, you know, I try not to get in people's pockets. When people start telling right. me how much money they think DJ has, I was like, you never know somebody's situation. No, you don't. But it's not, it's well, not the optics aren't great. Well, he's probably still paying wedding bills, too, by the way. That uh, looks like quite that. an extravaganza. That, that, that didn't look cheap. I mean, that was not some shotgun wedding, considering they've been together almost, you know, eight or nine years before they got married. So uh, that was expensive doings down there in Nashville. But... Nobody, first off, nobody is as dexterous as you, so you'll cover every sport, including we've got an F1 podcast that w that Wes does now. But the bottom line is, on long shots, you will be covering the league. Yeah, we will. And and and, and our guest, Jeff Feinberg, uh, will be on, and we will ask him about it, kind of what his opinion of the viability of this. Uh, this week, by the way, the PGA Tour up in Canada for the RBC Canadian Open. Uh, that's been canceled the last two years due to COVID restrictions up there north of the border. So uh, Rory McIlroy. Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith had that field. So pretty good field for the week before the U.S. Open. Don't have to jump too deeply into this or delve too deeply into this. Can we throw this up? The D-backs Reds, they open up a four-game series, first meeting between the two this year. You know, th that NL West is so brutal, and Arizona has outperformed expectations thus far. West Reynolds, 26 and 29. I mean, they get, they're looking up at the Dodgers, the Padres, San Francisco, and, of course, they lost yesterday 3 nothing to the Buccos. But here's the one thing. If you take the two series against the Dodgers where they lost all eight, outside of that, they're 16-8 and eight over the last little run mm -hmm. here. So this is a team that's actually performed well. Bumgarner, what, year three there with the D-backs and the Snakes, and this is probably his best stretch there. This is a team, and the Reds going the other way, Hunter Green, today. This is a team that has been favored 12 times this year, and they're 4-8. and eight in those 12 times. So this is not a very good baseball team. You know that about Cincinnati. They're 18 and 35. The Nats just came to their park and won three of four over the weekend. And specifically, as far as Arizona is concerned, uh, they're second in slugging, second in OPS versus righties on the road over the past month or so. I know Green's great against lefties and the D-backs do 
have a bunch. I, I just, to me, it's just a misprice. It's the, the, the price is mispriced as far as the Reds being favored here. I know they got up to 120 and it's dipped back a little bit here to 113, but I'll take the D-backs taking the plus money with Bumgarner v. Green today in Cincinnati. And I will say Green has gotten better. He really struggled early in the season, but uh, I know he only went three and two-thirds against Boston last time out, but had gone seven, six, and five. Yeah, there was a stretch three. there yeah. where he pitched yeah, really early, well. Early in the season, yeah. though, he was getting pulled after two and two-thirds or three innings. But So I think that there's some positive regression coming for Green, being that he's only 403 on the XFIP, 619 on the ERA. But Mad Bum has been really good. Look, 331 ERA, 1.196 on the whip. And you mentioned about Arizona against right-handed pitching, especially on the road. So... Just yeah. a price play. Yeah, I was, a, I was I, a little bit you surprised. You don't have maybe to tail. The, I was surprised the D-backs were like maybe minus 108 and the Reds would be minus yeah. 102. Yeah. I would have thought a little bit of reverse here. You don't have to tail it, Wes. It's just a price play. Saw it this morning and said that jumped out to me. Bumgarner's been pitching well. We're coming back with Josh next. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. VSEN contributor Jeff Siegel. He's made you some money. He's been killing it for us here, coming off a winning Preakness pick. He did it right here on the Lombardi Line. Now you can get $25 free to bet and follow him in Saturday's Belmont Stakes. All you have to do is sign up for First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSEN. Go to slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VSEN fans. That's V S I N dot com slash horses okay so make sure you check it out use the promo code lv belmont and then join jeff in rooting for his pick on the final race in this year's triple crown i'm gonna have a write-up as well coming up here at vcin.com as far as the belmont i will say this i have clubbed the kentucky derby winner rich strike incessantly and that horse has been training like a monster that horse has been training really well heading into the mile and a half 12 furlongs there at Big Sandy in Belmont. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi out, Wes Reynolds. I'm always thrilled to see him. He's in today. And another guy we're always thrilled to see, although we haven't seen him in about a year and a half, is Josh <laughs> Applebaum. Of course, Market Insights is the pod of betting across America with Pritch. He's our buddy. He's an author. He's a great man. And he has been gone forever. How have you been, my friend? Oh, Patrick West, I've been fantastic. I tell you what, Patrick, San Diego, I know you've been there. We actually <laughs> went by Del Mar Racetrack. I was, I was thinking of you because uh, Lisa's fiance is a big horse racing guy. We got the daily race book, bet on a couple ponies there. But, man, San Diego, the tacos, Coronado, Del Mar, the whole thing. It was such a great time. And I'll give you a quick story, guys. Please. You know, I always joke about I annoy people with, you know, contrarian betting and betting against the public. And I always make the analogy of you walk into a bar, everybody's wearing the jersey of Team A. You know, and it's 90% or more. I want to be on the other side. Well, I actually was able to live that. We went to uh, the Ballast Point Brewery, downtown San Diego. Fantastic. Patrick, some IPAs. I found some of them on the West Coast, Shocker. which was fun. Uh, but here I am. I walk into Jason Tatum jersey. I'm the only one in green. I'm sweating game one there. You know, don't get me started last night, but had the three and a half. Everyone's joking with me. They're all wearing, you know, Curry, Clay Thompson. But I walked into the bar as the only Celtics fan. Celtics were down early. They're giving me, you know, some crap as a New Englander. 
but they came through in the fourth quarter, got it done. So the analogy of, you know, walking in the bar and the only one, you know, wearing a Celts jersey, it came through for me. Game one, it was one of the highlights of the week, guys. Josh, well, how about these Southern California people? Apparently gravy training off a of Bay Area team. I know it's rough That's time true. in Lakertown and Clippertown right now, but geez, I didn't think that they would get that desperate to go with the Bay Area team. Josh, you look rested. You look like you got a tan. It was a much deserved break. All kidding aside, Josh works harder. I'm probably hanging right now with the two hardest working dudes here, Wes and Josh. Uh, and yeah, it would take a lot of San Diego to kill you, right? I mean, that's about it's, it's a great place. Oh, it really is. We also went whale watching. We actually got pulled over by the Coast Guard. At, you know, at the very end, we were coming back in, Patrick. So we got a little little sunburn. It was, you know, I had a little little tipsy there. The over under, you know, a half throwing up, uh, you know, in the middle of the ocean. It did cash there, but uh, I cannot complain. It's great to be back. And I'll just tell this to everybody, you know, when you're betting and grinding every single day, you keep your head down. It's forced amongst the trees, but you take a week off. To me, you realize how much you love betting. It's great to be back, guys. And the summertime really is a good time to do that. I know even if you're the most avid baseball better, <laughs> this is a 162-game season. you got to take a time away. Like, there honestly are going to be, even when I don't have time off, when I have mornings and I'm just looking, it's like, I don't know if I really want to run the baseball numbers. Maybe today would be a day like that. So are you saying it was a good idea when I asked Bill AD in my contract for the month of July off, Wes Reynolds? Are you saying that was a good idea? No, that was a fabulous idea. We <laughs> talked about that earlier. Once we get to July and the cup finals are over and the NBA finals are over and it's like, Oh man, what do we got to talk about? We're going to have to get our producers, uh, Matt Santos and company are going to have to get really creative because then it's like, cause I was sitting here with Femi on Saturday sure. uh, for betting across America. He's like, I can't wait for football to start. I'm like, brother, you haven't worked July here yet. Have you? You're in for a rude awakening. Just getting beaten down. Speaking of beatdowns, you just flossed and flexed about your Celtics. Last night was ugly. Now we turn to game three coming up on Wednesday night. Got a three and a half number there, Josh. Yeah, so obviously series going back to Boston. Series tied 1-1. And the intriguing thing yesterday, guys, to me, was a little bit of that under money coming in. You saw that total fall a bit. Obviously, it was a blowout there with Golden State. But now that we're heading to Boston, the updated series price right now, tied 1-1. Golden State minus 115, Boston minus 105. So we're kind of back to normal here. So, you know, if you miss some of these good numbers and you feel there's value on one of these teams, you're pretty much getting a pick em number on both sides here. But what I'm seeing across the board, guys, and the interesting thing is we got to wait a couple days. I wish it was a game tomorrow, every other day we got to wait till Wednesday here but really kind of a line freeze type situation you know this game open around Celtics minus three and a half it looks to me and we got to wait this thing out see where the public gets down but early betting to me is uh public you know looking at a trendy dog here with the Warriors how do you blame them I you know obviously based off of yesterday and you know Draymond kind of giving their team a spark there defensively you feel like how do you not take Golden State plus the points but I'll just be a little bit careful you're starting to see you know a slight majority and could even rise over the next couple of days toward Golden State yet this line has pretty much stayed minus three and a half and you have a lot of numbers here Boston off a loss and when they flip the switch uh in January they have not lost consecutive games all season long this is kind of their thing when they you know are backs against the wall they come out and play well Celtics off a loss this year 24 and 13 65% uh, ATS you've also seen these playoff favorites do very well straight up they're 69% so I'd keep an eye if we get into a situation where public is all over Golden State but we don't really see this line move too much I'd be looking at Boston in a bounce back spot maybe money line minus 150 and could we see another low scoring game that could be in the cards here a lot of these books open 214 213 ish you're down to around 212 and we have seen these playoff unders do very very well around 62 percent especially when you have these heavily bet games you can go against
against the grain. So again, let's wait this thing out, but it might be a fade the trendy dog play if everyone loads up on Golden State as a dog. Yeah, Josh, I was going to ask about that total because 210 and a half was the opener for game one. Then it got bet up to 214 and a half, goes over 228 combined scored. And then last night reverts back to four, maybe a little bit too much of an adjustment. So it seems like the bookmakers kind of going to split the difference here, 212 and a half, 213. But are you going to kind of go with what we've seen a little bit in the playoffs? It seems like in most series, starts out high scoring. Then as you get into the high leverage games in the middle of the series, games three, four, and five and beyond, then you start to see some lower scoring outputs. I think you're totally right, Wes. And again, you know, the other angle here is when you're a contrarian better like me, these are the games that you love to take these gross, disgusting unders because the public's coming in and they're saying, hey, you got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Curry, all these guys, Clay Thompson, let's hammer the over. How do they not easily go over this number here? But the market is telling us based on the opener around 214, the line falling, they're taking in some of this under money. And again, if you get these situations where 70%, 80% of bets are on the over, yet the line falls, that's really a classic reverse line move to the under. And to your point, Wes, you kind of wait until, you know, game six, game seven. That's when these unders really, really come through these tired legs, late series unders. But right now you're getting a lot of matches here. When the, when the total is 210 or more in the playoffs this year, the under is 47 and 24, 66 so let's see you know one thing i'd be cautious of because it's on wednesday we may see some buyback here back and forth but again early movement here is definitely toward the under and it is a great time to back those hazmat unders yeah and i want to give all the hosts here and producers here at vsin in advance props for talking about this game for two more days before it's played <laughs> because you can only analyze it so much in doing so let's go to the baseball you got waka Syndergaard, the angels an absolute free fall right now a spiral uh the number open Syndergaard in the angels 127 however you're seeing a ton of boston money here josh yeah, Patrick, this is a play to me that, you know, I'm a little worried because it seems too good to be true because the Red Sox are finally back at 500. You know, they've been below 500 pretty much all year. They've won four straight. On the flip side, the Angels, the coldest team in baseball here. They've lost 11 straight. Mike Trout's 0 for 26. This is the worst hitless streak of his career. But I would say this is one of those games where, you know, it's not a too good to be true. I think really uh, a lot of respected money is saying, let's not overthink this one a little bit. Angels are struggling. Red Sox are playing well. As you mentioned, Patrick, Angels open as high as, you know, minus 125, minus 130. Now they're down all the way to minus 112. So this line is moving in favor of Boston. Waka's been great this year, 2.43 ERA, really leaning on the Red Sox bats. They've come alive a ton here recently. And by the way, in June, guys, overs have really, really uh, stri uh, struck back here. They're 41 and 30 in the month of June as the weather is heating up. But the Red Sox trading around 260, 244 here for the Angels. They also have kind of a classic, you know, road dog high total. Maybe some over money here at open eight and a half. It's up to nine. The wind looks like looks to be blowing out a little bit as well. Uh, but you're seeing this line drop toward Boston. I'm going to take the Sox here, guys. You can find any kind of plus money, plus 105, plus 103. I'll sweat the Sox in my first day back in New England. Do you, you know, the best part about you going to San Diego for two weeks and leaving Massachusetts is you didn't have to hear the horrible accents for two weeks, right, Josh? Oh, it was great. But then you walk into a bar and uh, the joke there, I'm, as I'm hanging out with the fiance's friend is I'm the, I'm the, uh, the, uh, the brother-in-law from Boston. There's all these yes. jokes, you know, Hey kid, what are you doing? So I got a lot of that Patrick, but you know, I got a rep when I'm out there, you know, it's, I only go out there once a year. <laughs> <laughs> don't just do us all a favor at the network. Don't ever say quote. I got a rep. <laughs> you just, you're the best. It's great to have you back, buddy. A well-deserved vacation, a bunch of IPAs. You look ready to go. So nice to have you back. We'll see you on betting across America later. And of course uh, the podcast as well and the daily newsletter. We missed you in that as well. 
I appreciate it, Patrick. And yeah, you know, take a break. Again, I'm serious. When you take a week off, you realize how much you miss and you love betting. We got the best job in the world. I miss San Diego, but I'm great to be back here, guys. It's uh, it's awesome to be back. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you. Thank you, Josh. We're coming back. The Avalanche looking to close out the Oilers tonight. However, Wes and I both have a play on the total. We'll get to that. You can follow Wes Reynolds on Twitter, Wes Reynolds one You can find us at VEASAN Live. We're back here, Lombardi Line. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. 
Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, this is for Des, the BetMGM Rewards program. Listen closely, Des. You get points every time you go bet over at BetMGM and tell Ken. Risk-free tokens, free bets. And if you're planning a trip here to Vegas, stop by and say hi to Ken and Des. And also, use those BetMGM reward points for, you know, for comps at the hotels, food. You know, online with the bonuses. It's really, all kidding aside, it's just like a credit card. They're the first to do it. It's the best loyalty program in the business. It's the king of sportsbooks. Bet MGM. Got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Nice mention of Ken and Dez there. Don't they deserve it? Our two crack production uh, staffers that lead our crew here and keep this place from burning down about... Maybe two or three times a week, at least. Let me let me let me say this. Des is one of the first people I met when I moved here. She's one of the kindest people around. One of the most talented as well. And Ken is essentially MacGyver. Uh, he the, is. the problem with Ken, and I'll say this to the management management as well. He is the best engineer on the planet. But here's the thing: he likes challenges. So instead of being like, "Let's get the real," what we'll do is we'll take this paperclip. And we'll take this piece of gum, and I can I can launch a spaceship, and he literally can. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem. You understand he, what he I'm once saying? He told me he likes coming in about 1.30 <laughs> or two in the morning when nobody is here because it's like then I can actually get some freaking work done. You know what he and is? I have to mess with your guys' he's, problems. He's not like me. He's actually a manly man. He does like ice fishing and stuff. It's a it's a whole different ball game. Okay. And a lot of them. <laughs> John Brown, JB does a lot of ice fishing. In as fact, well. Ken's building a deck right now for fun. Um, <laughs> Before we get to the hockey game tonight, I'm looking for, I've been really into this series, even though it's been uh, all Colorado. Uh, I know it's, it's a new audience because you've told the story on the air, so we won't get into the long version, but Wes Reynolds went with Aaron Oster to a re- AEW, which is wrestling, right? Yes. So they went recently to an event and got stuck in an elevator. And I could tell by your reaction, Santos, you're more like me. I said, well, how many people were in the elevator? And you said about nine. Yes. And it was for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you got claustrophobic and you were like, eh, not really. That to no. me sounds like an intense experience. Well, I was getting a little impatient, uh, not as impatient as uh, the very nice lady who actually sat in the box, the same box that Aaron and I were in for the show. But, you know, she's about eight months pregnant. So obviously, <laughs> you know, probably, you know, getting in a little bit of a, of a pissy mood, shall we say, because there was some guy, one of the staffers there i guess one of the custodial staff there right. at t-mobile got anybody got any good jokes you know because they're waiting for like the fire department to come to Oof. have to pry us out of the elevator and she well she goes no no this is not the time for levity okay because uh, you know <laughs> well, we all want to get out you know it's sunday night it's a holiday weekend so we were there a little bit over an hour the fine folks at the fire department because then they were the the lady that we called on the phone when we have to call the operator because the door the main door didn't open right. like the inside door was stuck and we couldn't pry it open or else there was you know they told us not to and they're like the elevator dudes is what the operator said i was like well who are the elevator dudes you know when are they gonna come and they go oh, about 45 minutes we're like 45 minutes and then eventually the fire department finally came and uh, released us and uh, the folks at the T-Mobile arena were waiting for us we felt like we were like you know it's like when the girl fell down the well in the 1980s yes. and you've got like everybody waiting for you with waters and drinks and chairs to sit down and taking down all your information but it was an interesting experience well, at least it didn't go longer than that and no offense to you but the moral of this story where we started Ken would have fixed it 
as Ken, we get to Ken the hobby. Ken would have had us out of there in like five minutes. You kidding me? <laughs> he just slipped a credit card. Ken would have been like, thing. "Yes, I was hoping this elevator would stop working. I was bored." He's like, "Okay, st okay, stand back. I'm gonna, you know, I've got like a." bottle rocket to launch in here. Des is laughing because she knows I'm not lying. All right. Abs Oilers tonight. You know how dominant the, the abs have been over the past, what, seven years in the West. They haven't been back. They haven't been to the Stanley cup final since Oh one. So they're looking to sweep the Oilers and get there. And when they do, they're going to have a ton of rest was because of what's going on in the East here. One thing I will say is just Mike Smith. He's 40 years old. He's just way too inconsistent mm -hmm. uh, between the pipes for the Oilers. He's got a five, three, nine goals against average in the three games. And, and he was about as good as he, he can be, but, but that's what he is. He's, he's either uh, incredible. And he was, you're right. In game three, because you take a look uh, game one, what we have uh, six goals scored by the Oilers, eight by the Avs, something like that. Game two Oilers don't score a goal game three. The Oilers get just two. And that's where we are with the three Oh series lead uh, coming into this one. I, I joked with you that I was going to be square and go over because some of these numbers, however, I don't feel as badly because it's down to six and a half at most shops, as yeah. opposed to that key number of seven on the Yeah, total. waiting to see if Darcy Kemper is going to be announced. I think it's probably going to be Frank who's being that they're up three to Oh, and it's like, maybe you stick with the hot hand, but Kemper was on the ice as was Barakovsky. Uh, their left winger has been out for uh decent amount of time here in the playoffs. So we'll see who is going to be the starter. I don't know how much of an adjustment that'll be. If Darcy Kemper ends up going, probably not too much here because look, uh, Edmonton backs against the wall, trying to avoid the sweep. And I've seen a lot of people that kind of like Edmonton. It's like Connor McDavid, man, Connor McJesus. He can't get swept in the Stanley cup play right? as well has been quiet, right? But I absolutely believe that they can get swept here. Now we know uh, Evander Kane, who's been one of their leading scorers uh, took that bad penalty. And I know, you know, people, somebody on Twitter was saying, Hey, you're being ridiculous. They killed the penalty when I said, Hey, that changed the momentum of the game. But it absolutely did because McDavid gets on the board 38 seconds into the game. That place is absolutely rocking up there in Edmonton, Alberta. And then all of a sudden you just get that bad penalty by Evander Kane cross checking Kadri and Kadri out for the series. So of course the discipline of Evander Kane yep. is now suspended. So it's like, why do you kill your own momentum? I know they killed the power play, the five minute major and Mike Smith, I think made like nine saves mm -hmm. by the way, on that power play, nine of his 39 saves in game three, but still you got to feel like that's a wasted opportunity for the Oilers. Like, man, they could have been a up terrible maybe, loss. They could have been up like two or three, nothing in the first period with all that momentum going. And then that's a completely different ball game. Then the avalanche knows like, okay, we're cooked. We need to just come back a little bit for game four, but yeah, McDavid and Dreisaitl haven't really gotten going. They put up a couple points in this series, but they were leading. They're still leading the playoffs in scoring, by the way, which shows you how quiet they've been in the three games of these Western Conference Finals. And look, Edmonton, this just isn't a team in Colorado where you can just rely on your offense against them. Colorado, for as much as they score, and the fact that they have not lost on the road yet during the playoffs, they are six and zero away from the uh, what is it, the Ball Arena now in Denver, Colorado. So they're on the road, Pavel Frankuz, 5-0 and in his starts, 92 save percentage, 237 in GAA. So, yeah, I think maybe they could, they stay with Frankuz until the end of the series, and then it's like, okay, if Darcy Kemper's good to go, then we'll take him in the cup finals. Yeah, once it dipped off that 7 down to 6.5, I do like the over. The overs 4-1 and one in the Oilers' last five playoff games as an underdog. Also, over their last 25, 17-8 to the over at home for the Oilers. I, 
Look, you, you want to talk about kitchen sink with McDavid and Dreisaitl? This is a kitchen sink game tonight. Like, you mm-hmm. throw everything. I agree with you, especially with that early McDavid goal. And when Edmonton, when that – I talked about the barn down in Tampa. It just means something a little bit different up in yeah. Edmonton. When it started, they were going nuts, and they didn't capitalize. And we understand that the series essentially is over, uh, but it's going to be a kitchen sink situation for the Oilers. I don't know if you – in particular, would have a lean on the side. The Abs have jumped up to a 135 favorite to close them out. I do lean Colorado here a little bit. I just think that that was such a deflating loss. I totally agree. They were ready to win that game and ready for La Bamba to play at the end. Uh, that's been kind of a new phenomenon over the last couple of years is that yeah. La Bamba, I think it's based on their equipment manager who had some health issues, and that was like his favorite song. So they play La Bamba as their victory song, and they didn't get to hear it on Saturday night. So I just think that that was so deflating at the, at the end there for the Edmonton Oilers. And you wonder how much they have. Now, Colorado is without Kadri, but who's going to be affected more no cane for Edmonton or no Kadri for the avalanche I would lean toward the Oilers being more affected here so if I'm going to play this I'm probably going to be on the favorite to get the sweep Colorado's just more bad I mean they're a better team there's there's no surprise they have better goaltending and they have better defense everybody thinks oh these guys can't play defense these guys are a really good defensive team I think it just gets overshadowed because they can score with such ease they've just been knocking on that I I was surprised I looked it up I mean if I thought about it for a second oh one last time they were in Stanley Cup finals I They've been knocking, right? This mm-hmm. is this has been a team that has been awesome mm-hmm. for years now, and it looks like they're finally yeah. They get had to that the conference semifinal itis. I think it was like three years in a row, including one year to the Golden Knights here in town, where they couldn't get out of their own way in those conference semifinals. Now they finally slayed the dragon, and I, they just look like a mission team to me. It's like, okay, we're not going to let blow this, and we're not going to let these guys get in the way, take care of business, and do it very quickly. Try cycle six games without a goal. My goodness, back to Calgary. I'm. It, that is wild. Those are two of the best on the planet in McDavid and Dreisaitl. We both like the over six and a half. If it gets up to seven, remember, you can check out John Ewing, who runs everything over at BetMGM as far as the betting splits. And don't forget, we've got our betting splits up at vcent.com. But once you get to that seven is where the numbers really start pointing to unders. We'll take the over six and a half. You did a great job, my friend. It's great to hang out Good with you. Good to be you. with you, Patrick. Thank you very much, Wes Reynolds. I want to thank Mr. Uncrustable Kevin back there. What's up, Dad? Des, thanks for stopping by. And Matt Santos, thank you. Odds on's next with Amal and Mike. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.